Welcome to Emily Rose Meditations. I'm your host, Emily, and today we'll be engaging Julian of Norwich to help us face both sin and love. This is the 40th chapter of Julian of Norwich's long text entitled Revelations of Divine Love. Take a deep breath, and wherever you are, let your shoulders relax, let your attention settle, and I invite you to open your heart to these words. It is a supreme favor from our kind Lord that he should watch over us so tenderly while we are in a state of sin, and furthermore, he secretly touches our inner hearts and shows us our sin by the pure, sweet light of mercy and grace. But when we see how filthy we are, then we think that God must be angry with us for our sins. And then the Holy Ghost moves us through contrition to prayers and a longing to amend our life with all our might to lessen God's anger until the time we find rest for our soul and comfort for our conscience. And then we hope that God has forgiven us our sins. And it is true. And then our kind Lord reveals himself very joyfully and looking very pleased with a friendly welcome as though the soul had been in pain and in prison, sweetly saying this, My darling, I am glad you have come to me. I have always been with you in all your misery, and now you can see how much I love you and we are united in bliss. This is how sins are forgiven through mercy and grace, and our souls gloriously received in joy, just as they will be when we come to heaven, whenever this occurs through the gracious working of the Holy Ghost and the power of Christ's passion. Here, I really understood that all manner of things are being made ready for us by the goodness of God so much so that when we ourselves are in a state of peace and love, we are truly safe. But because we cannot be so fully there while we are here, it is fitting for us to live with our Lord Jesus in loving prayer and tender longing, for he always longs to bring us to the fullness of joy, as has been said before when his spiritual thirst was shown. But now, if because of all this spiritual help that has been mentioned, any man or woman is foolishly moved to say or think, if this is true, then it would be a good idea to sin in order to have a greater reward, or else to give less weight to sin. Beware of this impulse, for in truth, if any such impulse is felt, It is false and comes from the enemy of that same true love which offers us all this help and comfort. The same blessed love tells us that we should hate sin only because of love. And I am sure, by what I feel myself, that the more every well-natured soul sees this in the generous love of our Lord God, the more loathe he is to sin and the more he is ashamed. For if we could see laid out before us all the sufferings of hell and of purgatory and of earth, death and everything else, and sin, 
we would choose all those sufferings rather than sin. For sin is so vile and so very hateful that it cannot be compared to any suffering other than the suffering of sin itself. And I was shown no harder hell than sin, because for a well-natured soul, there is no hell but sin. If we try to be loving and humble, we are made all fair and pure through the working of mercy and grace. And God is as eager to save man as he is strong and wise. For Christ himself is the foundation of all the laws of Christian men, and he taught us to return good for evil. Here we can see that he himself is love. He treats us as he wishes us to treat others. For he wants us to be like him in completeness of unending love for ourselves and our fellow Christians. Just as his love for us does not fail because of our sin, he does not want our love for ourselves or for our fellow Christians to fail. We must feel naked hatred for sin and unending love for the soul as God loves it. Then we shall hate sin as God hates it and love the soul as God loves it. For this assertion of God's is an endless help and comfort. I am keeping you very safe. God's power is shown in God's great love, and in no act more than the passion of Christ, as Julian has said many times. Today, she intimates that we would deny God's power of his love if we attempt to dampen or obscure the power of sin and of evil. God looks clearly and directly both at love and sin. It is the greatness of God's love that overcomes and engulfs and defeats the power of evil. So to eschew or seek to ignore the darkness does not defeat it, but allows it to thrive unmonitored, unchecked by the love which flows through each of us from God. We need not be afraid then to look at our sin, at our darkness, our failings, our shortcomings. We always stand against them with the most powerful and loving companion who in the end vanquishes the darkness for us. Thank you for joining me today. The peace of Christ be with you.